Selamat datang ke Thoughts on Film First Episode Episode pertama Okey, ada tiga orang kat sini Nama aku Mus Nama aku Fikri Nak tetamu undangan kita And I'm the guest Dias Hernawan Ya, Bapak Dias ada Join kita untuk hari ini um, Untuk podcast kita yang pertama Episode pertama so, Dia special guest Tapi dia sebenarnya dia yang buat coconut shake yang kita sekarang tengah duk minum sekarang ni so itulah uh, terms and conditions bagi setiap special guest yang datang join kita kat sini nak kena bawa makanan atau minuman lah. betul yes. kan yes. yeah. alright Mus yep. apa-apa I'm okay and what are we doing here kita orang siapa ni sebenarnya basically kami ialah uh, peminat filem tegar oh tegar uh, yes kami adalah peminat filem tegar dan kami Basically kami tonton semua filem. <laughs> Betul ke tonton semua filem ni? Yes, kan? Okay? I think so. Because kami tonton semua filem dan setiap dan setiap kali kita orang jumpa, kita orang akan cakap pasal filem. So one day we thought apa kata kalau kita record semua ni and we upload it to untuk semua orang dengar. Mungkin is something yang yang kurang boleh uh, Take into account So you know Boleh You know Pick your interest About certain films lah Basically itulah Yang itulah tujuan kami Buat podcast ni sebenarnya Fikri? Ya ha, Boleh katakan macam tu lah um, Saya sebenarnya Minat tentang filem Dan saya suka cakap tentang filem Dan kadang-kadang saya dibayar Untuk cakap tentang filem Dan berminat tentang filem Jadi saya rasa sekali ni Jom kita cuba buat sesuatu yang lain Sikit daripada yang lain kita cakap tentang filem apa-apa sajalah mungkin kita bukan tonton semua filem yang pernah diterbitkan dalam sejarah pembikinan filem dan sebagainya tetapi cukup baguslah kita dapat tengok filem-filem yang berlainan kan alright hmm. um, Mr. Diaz pun saya rasa dia akan setuju dengan assessment kita um, buat sementara waktu ni and yeah let that's a good excuse uh, satu cara yang bagus untuk kita masuk ke segmen pertama kita bagi episod pertama kita uh, that was a bit too late lah tapi tak apa okay. Okay. Ha. Segmen pertama kita adalah Drum roll please Okay that's actually not a drum roll Tapi tak apa uh, That's just speaking all over man Yeah, nanti kita akan eh <laughs> Betulkan <laughs> balik You can't fix speaking <laughs> No we, we can fix it by just cutting it out <laughs> Yes um, Segmen pertama adalah Dan lain-lain hmm bagi memberikan perhormatan saja sudah dan lain-lain. Okey mestilah kita harus menghormati mereka yang telah memberikan sumbangan yang cukup bagus bagi negara Malaysia ini. Kan Bapak Renawan kan? Ya Pak. Ya, sebenarnya kalau uh, Bapak Dias ada di sini, adakah Bapak dianggap sebagai orang Melayu atau dan lain-lain atau macam mana tu? Well, every time I see the borang, I always take like race dan lain-lain, right? Ah, telah. Tapi sebenarnya bapak dia sini boleh dia agak sebagai Melayu kan? Ya. Ah, telah. Makanya kita warga negara Malaysia ni kompleks gila lah. Dan cara kita buat podcast pun sebenarnya mencerminkan kekompleksaan begitu. Itu. Termasuklah bahasa yang digunakan. Jadi sekali-sekali kita akan campur-campur BN dan BI dan sebagainya. Tapi tak ada hal. Saya harap anda semua boleh 
cuba faham apa kita nak cuba faham ni ha, cuba apa nak cuba cakap ni aku rasa semua orang akan faham sebab semua orang pun zaman sekarang ni bercakap lebih kurang macam kita juga cakap ada mix English ada mix BM dan macam itulah dan oleh kerana itu kita teruskan dengan segmen dan lain-lain which is basically segmen di mana kita secara ringkasnya berdiskusi tentang filem-filem yang mungkin kita dah nonton dan tengok di panggung wayang ke kita dah tengok kat DVD ke tengok kat Astro kat rumah bapak kita orang ke dan sebagainya kita mulakan dengan Encik Dias saya tahu Encik Dias oh, uh, baru-baru ni uh, tak nak lah saya malu tapi saya, saya start dulu lah eh. uh, sebab Mus tak malu <laughs> Yes, Mus. Ada okay. apa-apa yang menarik yang ingin berkongsikan dengan kita orang semua? Filem-filem yang kita orang pernah tonton. Okay, kita ambil filem yang paling recent lah. Pacific Rim. Rasanya semua orang yang dengar podcast ni mungkin pernah, dah, dah dah tonton kot. Kalau mereka yang tak tonton macam mana? Mereka tak boleh dengar ke apa? Tak adalah, tak, tak, adalah, tak boleh dengar kan. Tapi at least mungkin dia orang berminat untuk menonton. Tengok poster pun rasanya semua orang akan terasa nak menonton. Siapa tak nak tengok cerita pasal robot lawan dengan monster. Monster. Kaiju. Kaiju. Yeah. Yeah. Monster ini dinamakan Kaiju dan robot ini dinamakan Jaeger. Ha, Jaeger ya. Yeah. Kau dah lupa dah. Aku lupa. Ha Allah. Sebab Mereka. dia punya term yang digunakan sangat-sangat menarik, Kaiju dan Jaeger. Aku tak tahu kenapa. Sampai menarik, menarik sangat sampai kata lupa. Ya. Yeah. <laughs> Sebab okay. Okeylah, aku rasa terminologi kaiju tu agak kena lah sebab ada elemen Godzilla di situ. Tapi Jaeger, okay. Jaeger bombs. Ya, kenapa German? Interesting. But actually, let's start over this. Kita, let's start over this. Cerita yang apa? Very briefly lah. Cerita yang apa? Bagi mereka yang mungkin tak tengok lagi lah. Okay. Cerita ni senang je. Basically, cerita mengenai raksasa daripada dimensi lain yang dihantar oleh this sekumpulan makhluk asing yang mahu menakluki dunia jadi sebagai pemusnah kepada penduduk asal bumi mereka menghantar raksasa-raksasa yang ditindari sebagai kaju ini untuk memusnahkan bandar-bandar atau ke, apa atau uh, struktur atau ketamud, ketamadunan manusia <laughs> Human Civilization Kita betul-betul kena ambil SPM, BM lagi sekali ya? Yes, I guess so man Hancur Tapi tak apa okay. Dan Dan manusia meng, apa? Counterback dengan Mencipta Dengan meng, Apa? Oh my god, I cannot find that right words for it Kalau kau tak cakap dia Ciptakan monster-monster yang sangat-sangat yeah. besar ini Yang mereka they namakan can, they, they came with, yeah. with the only solution that no possible which is to create a monster to fight a monster yeah that's the tagline isn't it uh, fight a monster to create a monster to fight a monster yeah bagi we mereka create, yang ingin create monsters to fight monsters yeah. yeah bagi mereka yang ingin maklumat sebenarnya sebenarnya kita ada tulis review tentang filem ini yang juga terdapat di website kita orang URL dia apa mus www.thoughtsonfilm.com yes um, so macam mana menarik best tak best apa pendapat anda yes Mr. pendapat anda Oh, Dias Tadi Dias nak kata apa kan <laughs> It's awesome It's very awesome After watching Pacific Rim Sorry What was the The night before And then watching Pacific Rim It's just two different I think I feel like They're on different league mm. 
Kenapa yes. tu? Apa yang membezakan uh, Membuat Pacific Rim ni awesome Kalau boleh pilih satu elemennya Macam mana? Pacific Rim itu Film laki-laki banget Film laki-laki banget uh. It's um, Big ass robots You know I mean like mm. Don't you have that You know that dream That you just want to see Like big ass robot Fight Ya yeah, Tapi rasanya macam Setiap Uh, musim panas saja kita dah musim panas saya tahu kat Malaysia kita selalu musim panas tapi di Amerika lah alright setiap tahun mesti ada filem daripada Amerika daripada Hollywood yang akan mencerminkan keinginan atau kelakian hmm. kalau kita kefantasian lelaki kefantasian lelaki I think it's, it's somewhat like when they first released Transformers that hmm. we are like so excited yeah this is a good film this is a good film hmm. Yeah, you got like that much of excitement, right? Yeah. And 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 I think we all agree that the first Transformers is, is a good film. Mm-hmm. You know, you you enjoy it, right? It's, yeah. it's entertaining. Yeah. But the yeah. second and the third is just like uh, uh, cash cows. Mm. It's yeah, cash cows. it's yeah. just like you know, just watch it to just watch Megan Fox and then like yeah. the robots and to talk about it. You watch it so you don't get left out in in a, in a discussion or in. A, In conversation. Nah ya, betul juga. Ya. Tapi apa? Salah satu elemen yang yang membuatkan filem ini menjadikan fantasi lelaki dan sebagainya, menurut pada bapa Dias adalah Miss Rinko Kikuchi. Oh yeah. my god. Dia Miss ke Misses? Miss Rinko Kikuchi. Miss man, come on. Yeah. Please, please don't destroy Dias. Don't, don't. Saya bukan nak destroy fantasi dia. <laughs> saya, saya cuma nak tahu fakta yang sebenarnya. Tapi tak apa. Kenapa? Apa yang menarik tentang Rinko Kikuchi dalam video ini? Well, I first encounter her in Babel, right? And she's like this little, you know, high school. She's, what? She no deaf or deaf or mute? She deaf. She's deaf, right? Yeah. When you're deaf, you automatically mute. Betul. Yeah, betul lah. Yeah, because I'm mean like yeah. Well. Yeah. Just Wikipedia. Nah, nanti saya akan cuba cari di Wikipedia, Google, dan kita akan uploadkan link dia kepada post ini juga. Yeah. Mus setuju? Setuju? Sangat setuju. Kenapa setuju tu? Apa yang yang menarik tentang watak Ringko Kikuchi ni atau watak uh, apa? Uh, Mako Mori seperti dilakukan oleh Ringko Kikuchi dalam filem Pacific Rim. Seperti bapa dia utarakan sebentar tadi, Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim ialah filem mengenai filem yang yang mengangkat fantasi kaum lelaki. And what's the fantasy about tentang Rico Kikuchi ni sebenarnya? Katakan kalau saya bukan orang lelaki, walaupun hmm. saya sebenarnya memang orang lelaki, hmm. jangan bagi ada mereka yang dengan <laughs> ini. Apa yang yang ni? Uh, Rico Kikuchi mengenengahkan elemen strong female characters dalam filem yang In a way Nak memenuhi uh, apa, Fantasy kaum lelaki I mean we talk about Robots and dinosaur uh, And and monster Itu Practically much What The kind of film Yang orang lelaki nak tengok Tapi bila diketengahkan Karakter Rinko Kuchi Yang bukan Damsel in distress hmm. oh, my, oh sorry Damsel in distress Dia bukan macam kau wanita yang lemah Yang kena save and all. Tapi dia Ada Dia punya backstory sendiri Yang dia pun ada Isu dia sendiri So That backstory Actually helps That character To stand out In a more prominent way hmm. So dari filem yang uh, Apa nak, Macam mana Nak explain 
yang hanya uh, depends dengan visual dan special effects semata-mata kita akan drawn kepada this Rinko Kekuchi punya characters That's hmm. up, itu yang aku rasa menarik pasal karakter Rinko Kekuchi ni sebab dia tak diketengahkan sebagai perempuan yang lemah dalam filem yang berorientasikan lebih kepada kaum lelaki Hmm, menarik Memang betul juga lah Saya menonton filem tersebut Dan saya juga rasa Watak Marco Bori ni Adalah seorang watak yang Watak dia Unik dan individual okay, Dia tidak tenggelam Sangat Dengan Apa um, Semua watak lain yang ada Di dalam filem tersebut lah Dia ada cerita dia sendiri Dan juga yang paling menarik adalah Di penghujung filem tu uh, Bagi mereka yang ni um, Belum tengok sorry ya Tapi di penghujung filem tu ada daun cium tak Tonton rumah sekalian Tidak Mereka tidak cium Eh cium lah Mana ada Dia kissing the end no? Tak ada Oh they just hug Their relationship is somewhat like Around like Needs rather than hmm. But I mean like I mean the filmmaker wants us to see um, Them That yeah. you know They have like some sort of You know a Romantic hmm. attraction mm-hmm. hmm. But you never see it Until the end Hmm. I mean like up, up until the end You never see That attraction comes into reality hmm. Hmm. They, 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 they become like comrades You know hmm. But there's still a, Like a romance uh, Like a romantic element In between the layer Yeah And that's interesting because Guillermo de Toro selalu Buat film macam tu Kalau you tengok Hellboy Character Hellboy Dengan apa Budak perempuan tu I tak tahu apa nama dia tengok. Yang that one with the fire They have a romantic hmm. fling going on Mm. Tapi they not really show it in the films. Yeah, I think that's maybe. And 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 plus, can you imagine how sucks it is to have a relationship with someone that shares your brain? Yeah, that means you can't cheat, you can't do anything stupid. Yes, and there's there's no more um, of you know trying to figure out each other, right? Because in a relationship, that's like one of the stages that is really interesting. Mm. Okey, um, saya ingin mengambil peluang ini untuk menjarankan kepada semua pendengar podcast ini bahawa sebenarnya kita memang tidak sepatut um, menyimpan perasaan atau keinginan untuk uh, <laughs> bercheating atau um, berfikir tentang benda yang kita tak betul fikir. Menduakan pasangan anda. Menduakan pasangan anda. Bagi lelaki boleh. Uh, eh, boleh. No, 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 pada kaum lelaki Korang boleh Cheat your, your your partners Any way you like But your girlfriend Will know about it Any way possible Trust me Although I just read this news uh, Last night actually From an Indonesian media mm-hmm. Says that uh, Malaysian government Is looking for A good pol- uh, poly- Polygamy man Pemerintah Malaysia Mencari Lelaki poligami yang Yang bagus Hmm. Hmm. I, I, I posted up into my social media account and I tag I tag um, Afikri's wife and a couple <laughs> of the girlfriends yeah and they are all pissed off about it yeah tolong jangan buat lagi polisi-polisi yang membuatkan orang perempuan seluruh dunia benci kepada kaum lelaki Malaysia yeah. terutamanya Melayu say the government workers <laughs> Disuruhkan oleh pekerja kerajaan Tolonglah Mus dan saya Okey um, Merdeka saya, saya rasa itu Merdeka <laughs> yeah. Kembali kepada filem Merdeka Kembali kepada filem Kembali kepada filem Merdeka atau mati 
ini thoughts on films ya, bukan thoughts on poligami. <laughs> Makanya kita akan berakhir kita akan berakhir segmen pertama kita ini, uh, segmen dan lain-lain yang kita akan teruskan selepas ini. Ke segmen poligami. Yeah. Okey, nah, kita kembali. Take two. Eh, ini segmen two bro. Oh, segmen two. Hmm. Kita tak ada clapboard. We should actually get a clapboard lah. You have one clapboard. Kita tak ada clapboard sekarang ni. Aku ada kat office lah. Tapi dan cerita. Anyway, sebentar apa-apa sekalian. Kita kembali dengan segmen kedua bagi episod pertama. Uh, podcast Talks on Films ni. Dengan segmen yang dinamakan, Mus. Lampu limpah. Ting, 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 ting. Kenapa lampu limpah? Kenapa lampu limpah? Spotlight. Yeah. Di mana untuk segmen ni kami akan cuba berbicara mengenai satu filem secara mendalam. Satu filem atau satu isu atau yes. satu apa-apa lah. Apa-apa lah. Cara yang lebih mendalam. Yeah. Isu poligami. Isu poligami. Hmm. Ya, yeah, filem kill. <laughs> tak ada apa-apa mengenai <laughs> tentang poligami. Uh, <laughs> KIL, kill. Um, saya difahamkan bahawa kalian sudah menonton filem tersebut. Yes, saya sudah menonton filem tersebut. Okay. Dan uh, sedih yang menyedihkan saya tidak tahu mengenai filem ini melalui media. <laughs> Tapi melalui kawan-kawan saya. Ya, kenapa tu? Apa perasaan awak tentang itu? Mungkin it is ignorance on my part sebab saya kurang beri perhatian kepada filem Melayu tapi mungkin juga salah okeylah mungkin tak nak guna peta salah mungkin kekurangan publicity mengenainya tapi apa-apa pun uh, filem ini sangat surprising sebab sebelum saya menonton filem ini saya mungkin mindset yang filem Melayu mana-mana filem Melayu sama saja bukan nak 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 memburukkan filem Melayu bukan saya suka filem Melayu just that Uh, bila saya tonton filem Melayu biasanya ianya berkisar kepada cinta dan dia punya plotline agak predictable cinta dan cinta ya dan cinta cinta dan cinta dan cinta dan 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 ya. kita lupakan satu elemen yang penting cinta betul tu yes <laughs> okey tapi cerita tentang cinta ini apa cerita dia mus boleh hmm. kita boleh terangkan kepada kita ada patut kita akan discusskan lagi tentang promotional efforts ke marketing filem ni ke dan sebagainya okey apa yang menarik mengenai filem ini cerita dia tentang apa cerita dia mengenai this one character bernama Kill hmm. atau Akil hmm. yang nak mati nak bunuh diri lah nak matilah nak bunuh diri sebab dalam bahasa Malaysia kalau kata nak mati tu mungkin macam dia ada kanser apa ke. Ah okeylah dia nak mati sebab oh, hmm. sebab dia depressed, dia tertekan kerana dia rasa diri dia sunyi dan dia ada isu isu yang membuatkan dia rasa bersalah yang membuatkan dia rasa nak mati. Hmm. Jadi satu hari dia berjumpa dia terjumpa satu agensi yang membolehkan dia Menunaikan hasratnya untuk mati Kemudian Biasalah Kan kalau Bukan senang nak mati kan Biasanya kalau orang nak mati ni Dia ada macam 50-50 uh, Consigns Nak mati ke tak nak Nak mati tapi tak boleh Tak reti Takut 
Jadi ada, tiba-tiba ada satu agensi yang memulik yang akan menyelesaikan masalah tu ke menyelesaikan masalah itu untuk dia. Along the way dia register diri dia dan dia agree dengan all the terms and conditions. Hmm. And tiba-tiba uh, ini this is where the love part comes in. Hmm. Saya rasa mungkin Dias atau Fikri nak mengupas mengenai isu itu. Saya rasa bahagian ini baik kita serahkan kepada Dias. <laughs> bahagian ini selepas dia berjumpa atau bertemu Kerana, yeah. dan bermeeting dengan Life Action Bureau ini yeah. uh, yang membolehkan seperti Mus kata tadi um, dia untuk membunuh diri dia tapi walaupun apa dia macam hire orang ni semua untuk buat kerja itulah but he doesn't kill himself so he's getting other people to kill him mm-hmm. instead right but then once the contract is signed and done and everything is agreed itulah saatnya bila dia berjumpa dengan Zara Zara played by the beautiful and the gorgeous you have a personal connection with that part isn't it with that with that, that segment of the story Personally and story-wise, can you elaborate more on that, Bapak Dias? Oh, not really personal connection. It's just that she is really, really hot, bro. Personal connection, lah, too. Ah, yes, that's personal connection. Yeah. Every guy out there who thinks that Christina Suzanne, it's Christina Suzanne Stockstill. If you don't know who she is, Google it. Christina Suzanne Stockstill. Spell it, bro. Really spell it, spell it out, bro. <laughs> tak apa kita akan we'll put up the post Shit. on our blog later on and then you guys can check her out if that's what you want to do then Christine apa what, what's her name again Christine Christina Suzanne Christina Suzanne Stockstill Stockstill uh, akan mendengar podcast kita yang tak seberapa ni dan seberapa ini amin ya Allah dan akan menghubungi <laughs> bapak dia sekarang dia masih single amin ok go on Mr. Dias teruskan cerita dia apa dia, ju- dia jumpa dengan dia jumpa dengan Sarah lepas tu And then it's the story about boy meets girl. Hmm. He's trying really hard not to fall, hmm. but obviously he fails. Hmm. Because I think I think you must uh, talk about this as well. Like this won't happen in real life. But yeah, they just kind of like fall in love with each other, right? I'm not hmm. really sure what. Actually, I'm not really sure what the girl looks in him. Right? Maybe maybe she just. See this um, broken thing that she needs to fix, alright? But here's the thing. Maybe, maybe he's falling for her because of the whole loneliness thing going on, or maybe she also deal with the same thing. She also lonely in a way. Yeah. So in a that way. loneliness connects them. So maybe it's not love. Maybe it's just. A mutual that, yeah, they are there in a mutual situation urge mutual, to yeah. be with someone to connect with someone and these two characters actually feel that 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 urge that needs of so you know that's the way they connect so they maybe they confuse that with love that can be the thing is that something that they are confused about sebab saya rasa kalau kita cakap tentang perwatakan dalam filem Kill ni agak jelas daripada segi uh, perkembangan mereka daripada permulaan sampai akhirnya lah mungkin apa yang kita fikirkan adalah cinta ini adalah sesuatu yang berkutik daripada perasaan empati yang yes. yang, di, hmm. yang ada yang telah sama ada wujud ataupun diwujudkan di antara dua watak tu lah uh, antara Kill dan apa Zara kan okay? 
So what do you guys think about that Romance yang bermula daripada se- Emosi yang dinamakan empathy ni Adakah ianya um, Sesuatu yang Lebih menarik Atau lebih unik Daripada romance yang Diwujudkan daripada lust Or physical attraction tu macam mana Aku lebih suka Okay, yes Jadi kau cakap kalau Zara Fall for Akil hmm. Because she has the empathy Kalau lah, ya Adakah itu sesuatu yang mem, men, Apa Membezakan filem ini Atau jalan cerita ini Dan watak-watak dalam filem ini Dengan filem lain Macam mana um, I don't know if I agree with that Because I just hmm. I, I kind of like see Zara as um, You know in terms of Because this 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 film is really About Akil right? We see the world to a, on, uh, on his eye right yeah, in, in a way right Filem tu pun nama dia Kill Right Yeah And I mean like um, He's broken He's depressed And suddenly Come this angel that is so nice, so cool, and so beautiful. Mm. And like I said before, I don't. I'm not quite sure what Zara finds attractive in Akil. Mm. You know, is it his that because he's really mysterious? Maybe, mm. right? Mm. Maybe in that connection, and maybe they're both um, are lonely. Okay, I'm gonna throw something at you here. What? Okay. What if we could look at the concept of Zara Sebagai uh, seorang watak um, Because you said something just now Yeah Okay And it made me think of it Zara sebagai seorang watak bidadari mm. As an angel As a savior Sebagai seorang Malaikat Malaikat yang um, Di apa uh, Diturunkan ke bumi ni untuk Membantu mm. Watak of course dalam film tu bukan, bukan kita kata dia sebenarnya seorang malaikat ke apa Because she's a real person Tapi dalam konsep storytelling ni yeah. right? what, do you, what do you think about that? Is that something yang kita boleh apply pada film ni atau macam mana? Zara sebagai savior macam mana? Yeah, I think so right? I mean like um, That's the turning point of the whole film Where he wants to kill himself And then he decided that Oh, I still have something For to live it Hmm. Right? Masih ada sesuatu yang yang membuat saya uh, bisa meneruskan hidup ini tidak hmm. tidak perlu harus mati. Dan hmm. as banal as it sounds, it's this girl, hmm. right? It's not it's, and and his his um well mainly it's about the girl and then you see like a scene of him getting a bonus from the office, but that, that that's not really uh, significant compared hmm. to the to the love that. That he supposedly um, was given to him by the by this girl. Okay, interesting. So, yeah, you mentioned about the bonus yang diberikan kepada kill oleh boss dia, um, which is quite interesting. Because uh, saya sebenarnya nak tanya Mus, uh, mm-hmm. mungkin Mus ada pendapat tentang ini. Mm-hmm. Watak-watak yang lain yang ada di dalam filem kill ni, selain mm-hmm. daripada kill dan Zara, mm-hmm. um, adakah mereka cukup? Um, complete ataupun perkembangan mereka cukup um, lengkap atau macam mana adakah mereka lebih daripada 2D karakter dan sebagainya macam okay. mana uh, bagi saya minta maaf lah saya cakap macam ni sebab saya rasa karakter-karakter lain tu tak berapa menonjol ya kan bagi saya lah ok kenapa tu kerana mungkin apa filem ni terlalu fokus pada These two characters yang Zara and Kill 
Yang mana kita penonton tak berapa kisah Which is including me Tak berapa kisah dengan karakter-karakter lain yang ada di dalam cerita ni Macam contohnya karakter Harun Salim Bacik I don't even know what's the character names Encik Harun Encik Harun yeah? hmm. Okay Encik Harun And then that receptionist girl hmm. Bagi I kalau kalau apa that receptionist girl Salina nama dia Salina Salina Oh Salina, oh, Salina. Oh, Dira Abu Zahar the, 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 actor, the actress name Kalau dia tak ada Tak apa I mean He can He can Apa uh, Bagi aku Kalau dia Apa The the director use Like uh, Just a voice That represent Macam Charles Angel Just just a box of voice It doesn't make The story any difference Anyway Ya yeah, kan Bagi akulah itu, That's for me hmm. bagi, bagi Tapi At the same time the apa kewujudan karakter-karakter lain ni penting untuk menyokong cerita ini juga dan uh, karakter Julian Evans yang budak sekolah yang masa first-first hmm. tu hmm. aku tak tahu bagi korang but for me it doesn't have any purpose pun it just I mean it just try to add uh, to apa to define this character skill to the audience yeah tapi kalau dia tak ada pun it doesn't make a difference because that apa because character skill tu sangat-sangat bagi aku dalam filem ni dia he stands alone dan dan apa sokongan daripada dan relation dia dengan karakter lain tak berapa strong mungkin except dengan mak dia lah arwah apa in, uh, dengan karakter mak dia yang uh, apa dengan in, 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 to put in perspective actually what makes him to be what he, what he is in that story because the something happens to her mom so that mom character actually supports kill character tapi kalau macam kalau karakter uh, Harun Encik Harun tak ada kalau karakter uh, receptionist tak ada I don't think they would they would make the story any difference lah they can always replace the agency with something else or maybe a book or something for me it still works uh, no, I, I have to disagree lah <laughs> For me, I don't know. I, I see what you are saying. Aku aku yeah. faham apa yang kau masukkan. Um, yeah. And there are some parts where I do agree with you. Watak-watak yang lain-lain ni semuanya mereka, of course mereka tidak diberikan fokus atau hmm. apa screen time yang lebih kurang sama dengan Zara dan Kill dan sebagainya. Tapi hmm. saya rasa perwatakan yang yang telah ditunjukkan dalam filem Kill ini sebenarnya agak penting juga lah. Uh, walaupun bagi watak-watak yang lebih kecil lah atau supporting character seperti um, Harun Salim Bacik dan sebagainya Harun Salim Bacik pun yeah, he's a supporting character tetapi dia seorang watak yang agak penting kerana dialah yang me- memberikan satu bagi bagi saya lah bagi, memberikan satu perasaan bahawa Life Action Bureau ni mm-hmm. satu tempat yang agak serius mm-hmm. dan isu ni sebenarnya agak serius sebab orang lain yang kita lihat yang berkaitan yang, yang terlibat dengan Life Action Bureau ni mereka nampak macam there's, there's, there's almost a, a comical aspect to the character juga. Okay, receptionist yang kau kata tadi kan, misalnya. Hmm. Um, dia, kita masuk je, dan kita nampak dia, dia dia tengah buat apa? Kill masuk dalam office je, lepas tu, dia tengah buat apa? Cakap on the phone kan dengan kawan dia. Dengan anak gosip, dia. Dengan gosip, anak dia kan? Dengan anak dia. Ha, on the phone. It's almost as if what everybody else would consider the receptionist would do on a day-to-day basis kat Malaysia hmm. ni. Right? Hmm. Sama ada kita gosip dengan kawan kita ke hmm. ataupun kita cakap dengan anak atau keluarga kita ke hmm. sebenarnya mereka dalam professional setting tapi dia nak cakap dengan anak dia 
Okay So benda-benda macam ni sebenarnya Menunjukkan sedikit sebanyak Watak-watak yang apa yang memang dah exist bukan saja di filem di Malaysia ni tapi juga di kehidupan kita mungkin Malaysia ni jadi kaitan tu di diwujudkan di antara watak-watak yang ada di filem ini dan juga watak-watak yang kita sendiri kenal stereotip dan sebagainya lah mm-hmm. kan mungkin, watak uh, mungkin mungkin kalau karakter-karakter sampingan tu tidak ditudikan sangat how about that how about sebab Karakter-karakter sampingnya tu Bagi aku sangat surface hmm. Macam contohnya Macam karakter Mak Dia balik kampung Mak dia tengah sampai-sampai It's very cliche And that that kind of kill for me lah I mean I mean kalau Dia balik Tak ada mak dia pun Kalau the character The mom character Is not outside And sweeping the ground I mean I mean I would like, I would want to see that okay. Instead of The clichiness of You know the, the kind of thing that we always watch in Malay movie. Okay, alright, that's interesting. Um, that's a very good point. Juga memang ada ada setengah character tu mungkin lebih kurang sama dengan apa kita dah tahu sebelum ni. Tapi there are some actors and some characters yang ada dalam filem ni setengah daripada watak tu memang agak menarik. Okay, um, I throw this one to dia sebab saya memang dah cakap dengan dia sebentar ni. Watak mak kepada lelaki yang dah meninggal. Uh, pelakon dia nama dia NJ dia cuba terangkan ya Allah tuanku cuba terangkan sikit sebanyak pendapat anda tentang N James ni adalah watak yang dia telah diwujudkan oleh N James ni yeah um, she plays um, the mother who lost her son in accident something and uh, the son donated her his um, kidney kidney to Zara And we don't know that till kind of like the end of the the film, and it really just kind of like to establish that Zara was once in a life or death situation, right? That's the purpose I think of that scene. Yeah. But her acting was incredible. Yeah, her acting is incredible. She only got I mean like the she only got like what I think two scenes, yeah. two, three scenes, right? Mm. Less than fifty, less than ten shots. Mm. But I feel the character. I feel the character. Okay, I want to take back my words, but the characters, apa character character sampingan tu sangat to D. But I agree with Diaz and James character dalam filem tu sangat sangat strong. To the point that I think that that character can be standalone characters. Wait, that for me lah, because because uh, that character doesn't really relates to Kill. She relates with Zara. Yeah, Zara. Yeah. And so, I think but, in, in, mm. in that scene She Overpowers Zara Yeah Yes She overpowers Because Zara. she's like She's the one who actually Composed that character Zara mm. kind, To be and, and that And that composure actually relates to Kill Ya yeah. mm. yeah, betul lah Memang dari segi um, uh, Percorakan Watak dalam filem ni sebenarnya Kita tak boleh lihat saja kepada watak utama Pelaku utama dan sebagainya Bagi pendapat saya lah Kita harus fikirkan dan pertikaikan lagi Peranan yang dimainkan oleh watak-watak yang berlainan The key thing ni adalah Kontras yang telah diciptakan Dan perbezaan yang telah diwujudkan Di antara watak-watak yang berlainan Kerana kontras dan perbezaan ini Inilah dapat mem, apa, memantapkan lagi Kesedihan watak tersebut Atau ke kegembiraan mereka ataupun kekeliruan mereka dan sebagainya. Okay, so dalam filem kini agaknya 
Mungkin ada watak yang mungkin apa Mus kata 2D Dan ada watak yang Seperti Diaz mengatakan And James Mantap gila Terror gila sebagainya Tapi ada juga watak hmm. yang Kita tak dapat sangat Ada watak yang Mungkin seperti Harun Sadam Bacik Yang agak um, Ni lah agak Menarik juga lah Perwatakan yang telah Dikemukakan oleh Beliau um, Cuma aku ada satu hal je Aku nak tambah benda ni The twist in one of the characters di penghujung filem itu um, There's a part where We will find out for sure That it's not going to be what we think it is Tapi Bila twist tu berlaku Apa yang telah jadi adalah Watak tersebut berubah Dengan cara yang agak uh, Secara mendadak lah. Kan yeah. Alright. Boleh kita kata tak nama watak tersebut Adakah ini podcast yang akan Uh, memberikan spoiler atau tidak Aku rasa tak perlulah <laughs> Sebab uh, Sebab I want people to watch it Yeah, yeah. And, and that twist actually is the The main ingredient dalam filem ni Kalau kita beritahu Tak sedap lah rasanya Okay tak apa Buat sementara waktu ni Buat sementara waktu ni Okay twist tu sesuatu yang ni Alright mm-hmm. Watak tu berubah mm-hmm. Dan ada sesuatu yang kurang ni lah Tapi we move on to the next part Wait, wait, can, can I say something about the twist? It's just like this uh, experience that I um, I watched Kill, uh, I think, two times, right? Twice. Mm. And the first time I watched... Okay, so I you saw the film mission. twice. Okay, so... Katakan, um, daripada segi... Um, perspektif seorang Indonesian. Okay, seorang warga negara Indonesia. Bagaimanakah filem ini boleh disamakan dengan filem yang ada... Di Indonesia uh, yeah. Is it going to be something interesting for Indonesians to watch? What, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I find this um, I think I, I, I found this Film interesting as in um, In Indonesia Same as Malaysia We have the two different Kind of like category for film You know, you have the popcorn kind of film And then you have the The filmmakers They, they may not be independent anymore Because they got funding and everything hmm. But Every time you watch um, a film, you know that um, when when the filmmakers actually have the passion on making it, that they're just giving everything for that film, mm-hmm. right? And you have the you know the filmmakers that's just oh yeah, this is just a nine to five job mm-hmm. that I come to the set and I go out at night, mm-hmm. and this is just a um, this is just a job for me. Uh, But Kill reminds me of the Indonesian film that I actually go and watch in the theaters, and this is the one that is made with a lot of pas- uh, passion, mm. right? Um, well, I see this because culturally we're not that much different, mm. right? And um, and uh, to some degree, Indonesian film market is developing a lot, uh, you know, better than the Malaysian market, and. I think the one that makes the Indonesian market grows is this kind of film, you know, that the the, the, the filmmakers such as Riri Riza, uh, Rudi Sujaro, Joko Anwar, they're making good films, and that's the reason why people actually go and start to watch Indonesian film again. That's why, um, even in like in the communities where I hang out with my friends, we talk about the Indonesian film that we use like the lines from from that film that we watched last week and the Indonesian mm-hmm. film that we watched last week and I feel that there is a opportunity for a kill mm-hmm. 
to be like that, you know, because I feel this is a good film that can ignite the whole kind of like. But here's the thing, isn't it? Those films, I mean, the one that made by Riza Joko Anwar, Riza Jaro, it's not only enjoyed by, but it's not only loved and enjoyed by Indonesians. Mm. It's only loved by Malaysians. Like for example, Ada Pangancinta. Now is a huge. Uh, I mean, that film actually caused the whole Indonesian film fever in Malaysia, especially yeah. those yeah, in the like new that. generations. So, how can? Film like you know, like Ada Pangan Cinta. I mean, we, we talk in context of uh, you know Indonesian films can create such a buzz in Malaysia where you know Ada Pangan Cinta is a very very Indonesian film. You know, the whole theme, the whole tone is very Indonesian. You know, it depends, it deals with uh, Indonesian uh, youth cultures and all that. But it can relate to Malaysia. It can relate to Malaysians, especially to the teens, and then to the point that we all can speak and you know memorize the whole line and you know, whatnot. But we cannot create that kind of thing. Pecahkan saja gelasnya. Yeah. Biar yeah, ramai. But we cannot create that. I mean, we, we, I mean, we, I mean, pembikin filem Malaysia find it hard to actually to emulate that kind of success with our local local production. I, I don't know why. But here's the, here's the thing. Uh, yang aku tengok pasal filem Malaysia. I mean, I, okay. This, this might not be shared with. With uh, apa mungkin benda ni tak di share oleh pendengar lah. Aku mungkin dengan korang juga. Aku rasa filem Malaysia sangat preachy. They try to shove, you know, this thing you supposed to do this, you supposed to adhere to this kind of lifestyle and whatnot. So it's preachy. Orang tak nak. I mean, people feel rasa rimas dengan benda tu. But bila filem Malaysia, you don't feel that kind of thing. You know, it's, it's so natural, it's so flowy. Even filem yang berunsurkan dakwah macam apa ketika cinta bertasbih something like that. Yeah, I mean it's preachy, bro. Yeah, it's preachy, but not in a sense that yeah, because that film target only those want those who want to watch that kind of films. Yeah. But bila ada pangkat cinta, it's not preachy. It's just a teenage movie. It works. Well, okay. and coming back again mm. to kill, it's yeah. not. It's preachy. not preachy. It's not preachy. Yeah. That's the thing. That's that, that's the ingredient. That, that's that, that's the element that makes interesting for me. Okay. Preachy. Jadi kalau kita katakan kalau kill menurut pada pendapat Bapak Dias, adakah kill boleh ditayangkan di Indonesia dengan um, harapan ianya boleh jadikan satu sukses seperti filem lain macam mana tu? Can this be a success in Indonesia? Yes or no? <laughs> honestly, honestly, I no, I don't think so. Why not? Because Indonesian has this whole sentiment of Malaysian. Ah, makanya is uh, for now. It's a, it's a different sentiment. Mm. You know how Indonesian perceive Malaysian and how Malaysian perceive Indonesian. Yeah. We have a very different sentiment. Yeah, but sebentar waktu ini, it's just a one-way traffic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> but the, but but mm. the. The maids and the workers are also one-way traffic, right? Yeah. For now. For now. Jadi kita tengok tahun depan apa yang akan berlaku ya. Dot dot dot. Okay. Damn. Okay. Before we move on to the next part, I just want to briefly discuss tentang the visual language dalam filem ni. Since you are a cinematographer, Mr. Diaz, some thoughts tentang ni. 
uh, estetika visual yang, hmm. yang telah dipaparkan dalam film Kill ini apa pendapat awak? I feel that the film is very empty in in visual space, right? You mm. see a lot of Akil alone in his mm. apartment, mm. walking down the street. Mm. Even in the street, you don't see a lot of people. Just you know, one or two mm. uh, people, right? Mm. Even in the cinema, you only see a couple of people, and mm. that's kind of like going back to the premise of the the story itself. That it's it's not a very popular film by itself, right? It's kind of like, but it maintains that thing that you never see like a scene with like more than I think five characters in it mm. only one and that's only in the KTM and I think that's because of course they can't clear the KTM I think they can't clear the whole carriage of KTM just for them to shoot mm. maybe that's that's a, a production kind of um, yeah difficulties maybe mm. but for the rest of the stuff it is very empty right it's just like mm. one or two maybe it's Deliberate, yeah, I think so. Hmm. I think so. Even even in the train station, hmm. I mean, in the train station, you expect to find train station full, yeah. you know, packed uh, hmm. full of people. But no, it's maybe, only Akil, maybe and Zara. Okay, the way I see it, maybe it's intentional of from course, from, from the director because yeah. he yeah. wants to uh, to portray that loneliness, that sol- solitary life that yeah. the yeah. actual characters go. Going, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think Fikri. Yeah, I think it's true. But I think mm-hmm. you guys pretty much said then um, all the points that I wanted to say. So memang ni lah dari segi visual ni memang dipaparkan melalui sinematografi dia, melalui blocking actor yang ada dalam film tu agak menarik juga lah. Dan mm-hmm. ini sebenarnya sesuatu yang mengutamakan cerita dia, mm-hmm. cerita perwatakan yes. dan sebagainya. Perkembangan cerita Perkembangan uh, watak-watak Yang ada dalam filem tu Ini yang membuat filem ini menarik lah Dan Dan membuatkan karakter tu menarik sebenarnya Yeah But The point is The story is king Yeah Okay Dan tadi dia kata tentang Cerita Indonesia dan sebagainya Ultimately kita We all enjoy the film Because mm. well, The film is good Tapi the film is good kenapa? Daripada segi lakonan Perkembangan watak dan sebagainya Dan juga ada hal-hal lain yang kita tak cakap lagi tapi the point is it's a good story yeah. and it's a good story that I think dalam konteks ini orang selalu kata oh it's good for a Malaysian film but to be honest with you macam saya dah tulis dalam review uh, untuk um, website kita ni it's a good film because it has a good story full stop yeah alright yeah. cool hang around for the final part of the first episode of Thoughts on Films Alright, and we're back Dengan segmen terakhir bagi episod ini Iaitu Philpen Minggu Ini Okay So, Philpen minggu ini yang telah dipilih oleh Me Haha Sebab saya memang dah ni kan Kita satukan dengan tema yang telah dikemukakan dalam episod ini Philpen minggu ini Film Lightbulb Okay Lightbulb cerita dia agak ni Agak menarik um, Just a few characters Dua tiga orang watak yang terlibat dalam ni Sebenarnya filem ini diterbitkan untuk um, pertandingan KL 48 uh, Hours Film Project uh, di mana setiap kumpulan harus terbitkan sebuah filem pendek dalam uh, dua hari, hari saja. Uh, dalam dua hari ini mereka harus gunakan elemen-elemen yang berlainan 
um, untuk melahirkan satu cerita yang agak lengkap lah dan cerita ni dia tentang seorang lelaki yang macam dia macam dalam interrogation room eh. hmm. right lepas hmm. dia macam baru bangun dan dia tak sedar dia kat mana apa yang sedang berlaku dan sebagainya lepas ada lagi seorang watak lelaki yang juga um, ada dalam ruang itu dan dia macam interrogate dan investigate lelaki ni hmm. right so there's the interrogator and then there's the person who's being a, a kind of hostage or prisoner maybe right or at the very least a witness in a, in a case of some sort hmm. right so there's this investigation going on tapi agak menarik juga cara yang jadi perkembangkan alright the, but I want to talk about the visual first of this particular short film um, yes yeah. what is interesting about the visual dan film ni tak ada apa yang interesting <laughs> come on yes ok ok, okay. What's, what's the visual like in the film Very hard. <laughs> yeah, you can you can say whatever you want to say. I know you have a lot to say about cinematography stuff. Very technical. Um, it involves a lot of um, foreground elements, with I which I found a lot in Kill as well. Mm. Which I wanted to say, if you remember the scene where Zara and Akil is talking to each other after the movie, yeah, you have like shitload of um, foreground, right? Okay, sebelum saya lupa uh, Mungkin kita harus uh, katakan uh, Sekarang ni filem Lightbulb ini juga Diarahkan dan diterbitkan oleh Pretty much the same guys yang Buat filem Kill okay, Ini Alim Mustafa dan Rewan Ishad dan Reza Minhat Juga terlibat dalam penulisan filem ini so, dan juga sebagai pelakon uh, Dalam filem ini So I guess visually it's not that much um, different hmm. In in the philosophy of the The look basically It's um, Maksudnya permainan dengan the depth of field Yeah, a very shallow depth of field A DSLR um, A very DSLR look of, obviously hmm. Adakah um, ini menunjukkan um, Perasingan watak-watak tersebut Daripada semua elemen lain dalam Lokasi mereka atau macam mana Adakah Ataupun memang mereka suka buat look macam tu je <laughs> Yeah, I think they just like uh, <laughs> They just like to make it But then again, I mean like Um The foreground, like uh, you know, the 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 frame is not very clear because mm. of this a uh, lot of uh, foreground, which is beautiful. Yeah. Um, in the scene where the detective is talking to the the victim, mm. so I guess that would kind of like uh, suggest that they are not in this world mm. because every other shot where the detective is talking to his um, partner or his assistant mm. to find out the thing mm. it's you know there isn't any of that and mm. the lighting suddenly becomes uh, softer mm. but only in that interrogation scene we see a lot of uh, foreground foreground elements and a very harsh lighting mm. it may be it may be intentional to create the you know a very different look between this um, these scenes mm. or these sequences mm. okay most Hmm? Your thoughts on why Kalau kita kata Orang kita tengok film pendek ni Kenapa tu? Apa? <laughs> kalau kita nak katakan Pada orang lain <laughs> Go watch this short film What is the reason Why should they watch this short film? Uh, bagi aku Aku rasa uh, 
Nek Asma apa? Nek Amin Mustafa and Rewanisha Tulis cerita ni Simultaneously dengan Kill Sebab formula dia Tema dia semua sama It's about the same team And they play around uh, They play around with the same uh, storyline The twist is somewhat the same Yeah I mean it, it, it Because dia interesting In a way that Kita you know uh, How that story progress from daripada mula cerita tu start bila kita tengok cerita tu kita rasa kita nak tahu apa sebenarnya yang apa apa sebenarnya dia orang dia orang ni cuba buat sebenarnya walaupun dia dalam satu kom, apa kom, space yang sangat apa location yang static i mean the way they play around with the story membuatkan uh, uh, audience nak tahu apa sebenarnya i mean that nak tahu apa twist sebenarnya cerita ni that's the aku rasa tu dia punya kekuatan short, short film ni because of the twist kita tahu yang ada twist di hujungnya dan kita nak tahu apa twist tu sebenarnya so in a way uh, personally aku rasa aku tonton film ni sebab aku nak tahu, aku nak tahu twist tu and that keeps the audience actually watching it to, till the end and the fact that they managed to do all this in 48 hours okay maybe not 48 hours well, they said what for 50 hours <laughs> they, yeah film tu sebenarnya yeah. disqualifies about <laughs> terlebih tak, tak cukup syarat 50 hour yeah. film project it's not something new tapi yeah it, 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 apa menarik lah ceritanya alright yeah. that makes it it's, it's, it's a good short hmm. film that you would want to watch when you are having lunch or dinner and you're alone yes. at home yeah. you want to watch something else and yeah. for some reason there's nothing interesting in Astro and also you have to take into consideration yang Film ini harus menggunakan elemen yang hmm. dia tetap oleh apa dia punya uh, organizer yeah. dan you know this team have to come up with a story with that kind of complexity in 48 hours so yeah kudos to them then it's not something new but it's just, but it it is interesting for me and also for I think most people who actually watch it yeah. hmm. Alright, I guess uh, kalau itu tak cukup untuk membuat anda semua untuk pergi klik pada link yang akan link yang akan diberikan pada post ini uh, pada filem light bulb itu, um, then I guess nothing will. Alright, I guess <laughs> um, untuk episod pertama talk some films ini hmm. a bit of a car crash um, <laughs> sebab uh, bulan puasa dan tapi hari ini sekarang ni kita dah buka puasa Ya dah buka puasa Mungkin dah pukul 3.10 pagi Semua orang agak letih agaknya Ya Kau punya pasal lah ni <laughs> tak, 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 tak Aku punya pasal pula Kita orang punya pasal lah ha, ni Kita orang punya pasal Ya Tapi tak apa It's okay Tuan-tuan-tuan sekalian Thank you for listening Ingin mencapai terima kasih kepada Encik Mus Ya yes, terima kasih Kerana mendengar podcast kami yang pertama Hopefully you guys will be enjoying it Kepada Encik Dias Ya yeah. Alright Dan kepada diri saya sendiri Terima kasih Terima kasih kepada anda semua Yang telah mendengar Episod pertama Thank you Bye-bye See you in the next episode Hopefully Bye Dadah